Thanks for listening to our message from our Sunday service. Here at Highlands Church, we believe in equipping you to have a life full of purpose, just like you were designed to. We hope this message will inspire, build, and help you for life in your faith journey towards Jesus. We can't wait for you to join us next weekend. But for now, please enjoy this message from us. Well, welcome to Highlands Church Online. It's such an honour to have you with us again. And man, wasn't it good to have Christmas and that time celebrating Jesus and spending time with family and friends? And I hope you just had a wonderful time and looking forward to a brand new year in 2021, hey? I think some of us are looking forward to it more than others, but it's going to be just maybe a time for you even just to make a mental refresh, restart, get focused and have a vision for next year, okay? But I want to share about a story in 2 Kings, chapter 3, which is actually about four kings and their armies. Uh, a bit confusing, but it's a guy named King Moab. King Moab, and he was lying and stealing from the other three kings. Okay? Uh, and so they decided that they were going to confront him and his people. And as they did this, these three kings uh, and their armies find themselves in a valley, in a desert, and they find out that they really haven't brought enough uh, water with them and they, they haven't found any water to survive and the time has kind of ticked on and this is getting a bit of an important commodity. And this is happening as they're going in and as battle is kind of starting off a little bit. So the thought crossed their mind, are we actually going to lose this battle? Have we done the right thing here? So when they feared the soldiers would die of thirst and all their animals as well, they called a man named Elisha. Now, Elisha takes the issue to God and starts giving the direction that he feels God has given him to give to the kings. And this is where we pick it up here in 2 Kings chapter 3, um, onward, uh, 15 to 18. It says, Now bring me a musician. Then it happened when the musician played that the hand of the Lord came upon him and said, Thus says the Lord, uh, make this valley full of ditches. For thus says the Lord, you shall not see wind, nor shall you see rain, yet the valley shall be filled with water, so that you and your cattle and your animals may drink. And this is a simple matter in the sight of the Lord. He will also deliver the Moabites into your hand. Now it happened in the morning when the grain offering was, uh, offering was offered that suddenly water came by way of Eden, uh, Edom and the land was filled with water. Now, firstly, God didn't need them to do anything. He probably didn't need ditches. He probably could have made his own ditches and uh, spoken holes filled with water into existence. See, God is more than capable of BYO ditches, yeah? But God wanted them to prepare for the miracle, to participate in the victory that he had set out for them. See, that is what faith is. Faith isn't hoping, but it's action based on belief. It's something that we do. It's a verb. It's an action word, not just faith isn't something we just have Faith is something we walk with because you don't dig ditches in the desert unless you've made room in your mind for rain. You don't make ditches in the desert unless you've prepared and expecting water, unless you are kind of aware of what could happen and in this case, what will happen with God. See, digging ditches must start in your mind and your heart first. So if we look at something like joy, this year, maybe everyone's waiting to just have it finished and closed and start again next year. But I believe that we could have had, we can have joy in all seasons. And when we have joy, this isn't the absence of problems, but it's the presence of God and a change in our perspective. See, presence and perspective, when we have a change 
of God's presence and a change of perspective. See, James 1, verse 2, it says this, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. He said, consider it pure joy when you face these trials. So usually when you go through something called a trial, you, uh, you feel some sort of anxiety or panic or sadness, not joy. The important word here, though, in that verse is consider. Consider it. When the trials come, you get the chance to choose your perspective. You can consider it joy or consider it stressful. You could have considered 2020 joy for what God might be doing in your life and opportunities or uh, I know that a lot of bad things happen, but we can consider I'm, I'm going to be a person of joy. I'm not going to be sucked into uh, considering uh, anything else. I want to consider it. Even going into next year, if we have a perspective that really quickly goes pessimistic, we'll get into next year with the same attitude we had with this year. But we need to be people that consider it joy. See, sometimes I have a spiritual gift of complaining. I'm very good at it. You might as well. Talk to my wife. I am expert at complaining. I've, I think it's hard to look past inconveniences or frustrations. Uh, and when you're a gifted complainer like me, it's really easy to just mouth it out. But rather than pointing out the things that I don't like, I try to be a person now who considers the joy, who maybe speaks out uh, and looks beyond the pain and the problems and into the possibilities with God on my side. I want to be a person known that considers joy in all circumstances, that can see the, the opportunities and the possibilities. See, everyone loves the verse, Romans 8, 37, says, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. See, we're more than conquerors through him in his presence, with a different perspective, in his presence, who loved us. But the hardest part about conquering is that there has to be something to conquer, we love the verse going, yes, I'm more than a conqueror, but when something comes against us for us to overcome, we, we, oh, the complainers come out. Uh, I, I want to be a conqueror that doesn't have to conquer anything, but that's not who God has called us to be. See, I want my 2021, my next year, to be one of conquering, be one of winning, to be one where I maybe have to step into some battles, but the battles aren't taking us down. I'm going to walk through them with joy, seeing a victory that Jesus has already won out for me. I want to be someone who in the battle, I'm going to see a win because of the presence. I'm going to start digging ditches in the mind and in the heart first, being preparing myself for God to move on my behalf, preparing for a miracle, preparing for victory. See, it's this time that the Jewish people I saw God as a God of blessing, and they saw themselves as his blessed people. Those other three kingdoms, they, they knew that God was a God of blessing, and they knew that they were a blessed people. So when the prophet Elisha said, dig some ditches, they just looked for shovels. They went like, well, how's that actually going to work if it's not going to rain and the wind's not bringing in? They weren't looking. They went, oh, it's so hot. Do I have to dig? Can't he just make water come? They weren't complaining. They knew God was a God of blessing and that they were his blessed people. So they just grabbed shovels because they knew that they served a God of blessing, of providing, of way making, of, of miracles. He said it, so it's going to happen. And I fear that we might have lost this understanding over our life and maybe lost this understanding in 2020. But I need to let you know that he is still a blessing, that he is still a, a blesser and that you are still his blessed people. That if we might change our perspective and draw closer to his presence, being ready 
ready for a miracle, considering things that are, considering the joy that is within us and considering the joy that is him in our lives. See, God is a deliverer. He's a healer. He's a life giver. He's a devil kicking father who, who loves us, who is for you and he's not against you. So let's read how the story continues after they've dug a few ditches. <clears throat> Verse 21 to 24, it says, And when all the Moabites heard that the kings had come up to fight against them, all who were able to bear arms and older were, were gathered. And they stood at the border. Then they rose up early in the morning, and the sun was shining on the water, and the Moabites saw the water on the side uh, as red as blood. And they said, This is blood. The kings have surely struck swords and have killed one another. Now therefore, Moab, to the spoil. So when, <clears throat> when they came to the camp of Israel, Israel rose up and attacked the Moabites. So that they fled before them and they entered their land, killing the Moabites. See, I love this because not only did the water keep them alive, it won them the victory. The miracle wasn't just for survival, it was for winning. And God often does, he doesn't often just go, here's something to get by, but he gives enough for you to overcome whatever it is that you're fighting. See, you'll experience what it takes to become more than a conqueror if you're willing to obey and step out in faith in what God has for us. I want to live in the exceedingly abundantly more that God has for us. It might require a few ditches dug in faith. Going, It's a desert. I'm not feeling it. I'm not enjoying it. I don't want to be in this circumstance, but God, I know that you can deliver me. So I'm going to take a step of faith. I'm going to start giving when I'm not feeling comfortable to give. I'm going to start praying and, and start sacrificing some things, even though I don't really want to, but I would prefer to have you move in my life than those things. See, as we step into a new year in this coming week, I believe that we should have a vision for our life that includes these kinds of decisions. We should have a vision that God is very much involved in and our, our actions lining with our vision means that we're going to put him first and be led by him. I also believe that we don't just pick and stick. We just have one random picture, <coughs> one vision, and then that's it. It's immovable, but it needs to keep refreshing and updating. Not because God would change it, but because it might become more complete as we keep taking it to God. Uh, being willing to go, hey, what you gave me last year, what does it look like to be added upon in this year? But you know why some of us don't accomplish the things that we set out to, that we want? It's because quite often we don't know what we want. We never have the vision. We never ask God what it is that we should be pursuing. See, Proverbs 29 verse 18, it says, where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint. See, vision keeps us on the offense. It keeps us on purpose. Where am I going? I know because I have vision. It takes us towards what is possible, not just what could, like, can happen and what is likely. No, it takes us towards what is possible with God. And so you need to have a vision, I believe, for your marriage. Have a vision for your family, for your career, for where you think God might be building you and things that you need to work on. You need a vision for your life. And not just one that you randomly came up with and a New Year's resolution dream list or anything, but get a prophetic goal. Get a vision that, that God has got his signature all over it going, this is what I put on your heart and this is what is capable, uh, you're capable of with me in the mix. So just like Elisha in this story, they have a vision that relies on God. Going, well, I could get here by myself, but God, I believe that you're calling me so much further. Something that stretches from what is to what could be. So get the vision, but then make room for it to happen. 
See, Elijah didn't just, um, didn't just see a valley full of ditches. They went out and dug a valley full of ditches. See, we need to, maybe you need to apply for the job. You know, maybe you need to ask the girl out, not just pray about it. You need to go ask them out. Maybe you need the career change to go do it. Go get help in your marriage or start to give, start to serve, pray, read, hustle, rest. Whatever is needed, whatever the vision is that God has for you in this season. Don't just have it and then expect fairy dust to fall from the sky and there it is. You'll have it. But no, get out and be someone who starts to dig the ditches that God might move and fill it with the miracle. See, I see too many people have a vision and then that's it. We just have it. I want to let go and let God. I'm just going to sit back and if, if God has it for me, there's no way that, oh, what is it? If God wants me to have it, I won't miss it. <clears throat> I've heard that so many times, but it's not biblical. It's absolute rubbish. Is that there's no faith. There's no action. There's no participation in that at all of just going, well, I'm just going to carry on in my life and God can just, you know, just excuse me, Doug, I've got something here for you. No, he's like, come on, if you want a victory, if you want miracle in your life, create some room to see it, Doug. Dig some ditches, get the vision, be willing to act upon it. It's nice when those things just randomly happen, but more often than not, we miss our breakthrough due to lack of involvement in what God has for us. Craig Rochelle says this, I love it. says, the difference between where you are and where God wants you to be may be the decisions that you refuse to make. Let me say it again. That where you are and where God wants you to be, the difference may be the decisions that you refuse to make. <clears throat> See, maybe the decisions is a little bit risky. Maybe it involves moving, changing careers, just... Maybe it feels risky to step out and say, hey, I want to be a part of what Highlands is doing. Hey, I want to serve in an area of need. I, I want to start giving and sowing, maybe you above and beyond where I have before. I'm going to take time out. I'm going to pray. I'm going to, I want to lead here. I, want, well, I feel God's put this on my heart for missions or for whatever it might be. It might feel a bit risky and it might feel a bit there. And honestly, there might be some initial pain. But maybe it's the ditch that God is waiting for you to dig, that he might be able to fill with what it is that you need. And fill with that, that whatever it is that God has for you. Come on, let's be people that are willing to dig the ditch. So as we head into a new year and as we say goodbye to one, would you make the commitment to continue to dig your valley completely full of ditches? Make the commitment of saying, hey, I, I don't want next year to look just like this year, which it 100% will if we are not willing to do something different. If we're not willing to let God in and, and create some more room for him to work, man, our years are just going to start looking the same. Probably no pandemic and no other crazy stuff, but you are going to be the same person. So be willing to dig a ditch. Be willing to have faith. Get a vision for your life saying, God, this is the direction you want me to go in. I'm going to move there. I'm going to go there. I'm willing to risk. I'm willing to some initial pain in, the, in order to see the more that you have for me. I want to see God-only possibilities. I want him to move in my life in ways that only God can. I want to see miracles and people healed and people saved and entire cities transformed by the power of God. And that won't happen without us taking some steps and being willing to dig a couple of ditches for him to fill. Because the possibilities with him are greater than anything that we'll ever face. So let's be confidently moving forward to what it is that God's put in our heart for 2021. Moving in faith, yeah? Let me pray for you, church. Father, I thank you 
Lord, for all that you've done. Lord, the things that we know and the things that we uh, just we've, we haven't noticed that you've done. Lord, we might be ignorant to all the miracles and the victories that you've delivered this year because our perspective has been on problems. Our the things that we have focused on has been on all the other stuff that, that has taken up the headlines of our life. Lord, but I want to shift our focus back onto you and just thank you that you have never left us nor forsaken us. And as we go into a new year, you will be with us no matter what happens. Lord, we can move boldly and confidently into the destiny you have for us next year. So I pray that you refresh our vision, that you give us something clear to move towards that you give us the courage to dig those ditches when, when we just, we're not feeling it or not confident in it or whatever it is, but we know, Lord, that we can trust you. We know that when we create room for you to move, that you move in a way that only you can. And we want to see you move in our lives this coming year. Lord, in, in a brand new way. Lord, we thank you so much. In your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Fantastic message, Doug. Thanks so much for sharing that one. I loved it. I uh, love, always love talking about vision and prophecy and just, just getting ready for what's ahead. Uh, let, let's, just, let's just go a bit broad. What is your vision for the people of Highland going into 2021? Well, we feel that God's got um, plenty of things for us individually. Obviously, He calls and puts things, gifts within us and has a destiny for each of us individually, but also corporately as not just highlands, but as the, the people of God, is to see his kingdom keep moving through us, getting our lives and where we live, our families, our communities, to experience a bit more of heaven here on earth, um, as well as ex- helping more people from earth make get into heaven. Yeah. So that's a big one. Um, I think for we just want people to keep growing into what God has for them. That's our statement here, is that we want people to be in a growing relationship yeah. with Jesus. There's more God to know. Mm. more of who he is, more freedom to experience, more, more of our purpose to understand and discover, and we can make a bigger difference in the world. Yeah. And so we'd love that for all of our church, mm. but for all of our communities and wherever it is that you, we want, want more people around you to know God, find freedom, discover purpose, make a difference, to yeah. be growing in those things. But I think it might require, as I said, us to be willing to actually to dig some ditches mm. while we're in the desert, yeah. not feeling comfortable, not enjoyable, Maybe it's, a, maybe it's a step of faith. It's not any of those things. Mm. It's going to require us to be willing to go, you know, I'm going to open my home for a small group. I'm going to ex- welcome people in. I'm going to invite and ask people to watch online or to uh, come to church. I want to actually make a list of people at work or in family that I'm going to pray for every day while I'm at home and, and start to create room for God to move yeah. and have an expectation. Maybe it's people are going to make that decision of, you know, I, I want to start putting God first in every area. I want to tithe. I'm going to, ten, first 10% is going to be God. I'm going to honour him that way. And that's going to be a ditch I'm digging to put God first, that he might move in my life and move where I'm sowing as well. So whatever it might be, I think maybe it's serving in at youth or frogs on, on Sundays in small groups, wherever it is. Those are, those are big impacting ditches yeah. that we can dig. Mm. Um, but obviously there's a lot of other ones as well. But I just think that those ones, if we are willing to do it as a church, as a people of God all across the world, mm. we'll see more people yeah. uh, come to know Jesus and we, we'll experience more of heaven here on earth. Yeah. Awesome.
That's so good. Man, what a fantastic vision. And I know that excites me thinking about more people coming to know Christ and more people making that decision. And if you're watching at home and that's something that just resonates with you, you're like, oh, I'd love that. Something that is, is so helpful and so practical is surround yourself with people going that same direction. At Highlands, we say life is done better together, better with other people. So if you don't have those people around you, the best way to do it is join a small group here at Highlands, people who are going in that direction, people who do want to see those things. Uh, casual things like dinner parties as well are great to just have those influences in your life. So uh, there's, no re- there's no requirements to join one. Just ask us. We'd love to get you in contact with one of our many dinner parties or small groups around the place. Um, so let us know in the comments. Uh, go to our website to fill in our info point, anything like that. Uh, but have an amazing rest of your holidays, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Thank you again for being with us. We hope you feel encouraged to take these words with you to live your best life. For more resources and to connect with us, find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and our website as Highlands Church.